2: hey good morning welcome back to the show i love jason moraz music and it's always so happy and poppy
3: welcome
0: back yeah. to the show you guys a little bit of a jack johnson vibe
2: yes. jack johnson was
0: big when he was big Ooh, i was in california bubbly toes is that is that jack johnson him? or is that uh and it's back of my nose yeah, No, that's a
2: different No, 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 oh. no That's, that's a di- Bubbly, yeah, by What's-Her-Face Yeah, Colby yeah.
1: Calais yes. Sing uh, sing, Bubbly Toast, Grant I, I am not going to sing it Because I am not good at it But I'm just going to confirm that I'm not wrong here Bubbly okay. Toast When has being good at singing
0: been the threshold on this show? i looking around. It's, it's actually bubbly toe, not bubbly toes. I apologize. You've got to get that checked out. <laughs> it's
2: true. Ew, it's got like bubbles. It's sort of an yeah.
0: ingrown toenail situation. Mm. This I go it. to the doctor for my bubbly toe. You remember this song? Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh,
2: Whoa. I loved it so summery. So this is good. called
1: Bubbly Toe? Bu- bubbly Toe, yep. Toes. Excuse me. Oh, it is
2: toes. Is it toes or toe?
1: It, it is plural. Excuse okay. me. Toes. Grant,
2: you're 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 in timeout. I am. All right. I've
1: got a so lot going on national grammar
0: here. day at that. Dang it.
1: Yeah, you know.
2: Uh, Thursday, that's today, on Good Morning America. Chris Harrison is basically trying to keep his Bachelor Nation hosting gig. Um, he did a sit-down interview with, I believe, Michael Strahan. Um, he's kind of on an apology tour for defending the, the actions of one of the Bachelor contestants. Her name is Rachel Kirkconnell. And she's apparently the person who I guess is picked this season by Matt James. But her scandal was that she attended an Old South themed party when she was in college two years ago. And that has reportedly torn them apart. But here is a little bit of the Good Morning America interview.
3: Stepping aside from the franchise. Tonight, the journey begins again. After facing backlash for defending frontrunner Rachel Kirkinell, whose past racist social media posts show her liking a photo containing a Confederate flag and attending an Old South plantation-themed party in 2018, she has since apologized for those actions.
2: Thank you for holding me accountable. I, I'm so sorry.
3: Harrison made this case to Rachel Lindsay, the show's first black bachelorette.
2: Not a good look no well, it's not a good
1: well Rachel is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021 It's because not a big good difference. look
3: ever because you're she's celebrating well, the old South she's so cel- if I went to that party what would I represent right? as I think the biggest surprise for a lot of people is that this season was supposed to be a, a turning point for the show. We are the first Black Bats in the franchise's history after two decades of being on the air. It was a move that had already been criticized as too little, too late by, by quite a few people, but now it's being overshadowed by this controversy over racism, but not just by a contestant on the show, but also by its own host, and, okay. and you are the face of the show. So yeah. a lot of people, and I'm wondering, why would you defend Rachel Kirkenell?
1: I am an imperfect man, I made a mistake, and I own that. I believe that mistake doesn't reflect who I am, or what I stand for. I am committed to the progress, not just for
2: myself, also for the franchise. My guess:
0: these girls got dressed up.
2: Okay, so uh, there's there's a little bit of, of the interview, but basically he says I I screwed up. I you know, and just might I say I also heard a clip of. Rachel Lindsay, who was in that clip talking about who would I represent, Mm -hmm. you know, what would I represent if I were at a party representing the old South? Right. Um, She said it was really frustrating for her because he just wanted to be heard instead of hearing, instead of listening. It's almost like he's mansplaining. Sorry for using that word, Steve, to her, a black woman who you should be listening to yet you're you know and he was talking over her and wouldn't let her get in and it's just he's just gonna have to he's got a long way to go
0: yeah i remember listening to the interview um with rachel Lindsay and chris harrison on extra and it seemed like the longer that it went on the more squirrely it got you know what i mean where it's it seemed like it was starting on one track. It almost reminded me of like a um I think of arguments that I have with my wife and how you start on one track. You're talking about one thing and then as emotions get going, then it starts like spraying off in different directions. Sure. And you're like, ooh, we need to get back to the matter at hand here and, and really hone in our focus. And it sounds like in that moment, Chris Harrison, um, had he been calmer during the initial interview, that when she says that, he can, you know, when she says, well, who would I be? That That's a good opportunity. By the way, it's very easy for you and me to say this, not having been in that interview. Yeah. But a good opportunity for him to say, wow, now that's a good point. And I haven't thought of that before, and that you know I need to that needs to sink in on me because that is a totally different perspective than the white guy view that I'm seeing life through yes.
2: you know and but what? he
0: was but he was you could sense i you could sense that he was in this speed of like here's sort of the the general concept that I am offering defense for, and then that was he was no longer um listening being sort of
1: Calm in that moment to right. take in something like that. Didn't that he make any sense? Yeah. Didn't he reference like the time frame too? Like Yeah, he kept
2: was... saying 2018. like what's you know, it's a different lens. It's it's not like you're talking about nineteen eighteen. Right. You're talking about twenty-four months ago, dude. Uh do we have a little clip?
1: Yeah, actually he mentioned um, they asked him about that very question here. So oh, let okay. he, he says. He say. Or is there one? There is not Antebellum parties are not okay past present future knowing what that represents is unacceptable
3: in that interview so
1: yeah he, he, he had specifically asked him what the difference between the dates were there and that's kind of what he had referred to he didn't give a specific in the date section there but it's not good at any time i guess is what he was saying right right yeah, yeah.
2: and he yeah he's he's learning You know, it's interesting. I don't think we have a lot of time, but um, Turner Classic Movies is, right? Isn't it Turner Classic Movies doing something that has to do with...
0: I kind of like what they're doing. So they're going to launch a new series. It's going to be tonight. So if you're a fan of classic Hollywood, you might really like this. Yeah. It's a new series, and it's called Reframed. And they're going to have in-depth discussions about culturally significant films from the 20s through the 60s that have problematic aspects to them. So the movies include Breakfast at Tiffany's, featuring a uh, Mickey uh, Rooney performance as a Japanese band. Terrible. A you have Swing Time, um, in which Fred Astaire does a routine in blackface. Other films in the series will include Psycho, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, Stagecoach, Tarzan, the Ape Man, and the Jazz Singer. Um, so it kicks off tonight, 8 o'clock, with Gone with the Wind. But what I, what I like about this, because... Um, you're trying to figure out how do you... We said Disney released The Muppet Show on Disney+, and they said during a uh, before a few episodes there's a little warning that says sure. there's some insensitive things here. I like the uh, the discussion aspect I of it. I do, too. And Turner, Turner does a nice job already of discussing the movies that they show. Yes. And so I like the idea of um, being able to look back at the film... And enjoy the, the things of the film, and then not just turn a blind eye to those uncomfortable moments, yeah. but to address them yeah, head-on, but maybe not throw the whole movie out. Now, the problem is, anywhere that you watch it isn't going to be given the Turner Classic movie treatment, where right. they really address it head-on like this, but I appreciate what they're doing.
2: I do, too, and I, I think it's really important to understand that this is also part of our... History, Right. It's part of American history. These things really happened. These kind of uh, racial occurrences were, you know, part of everyday life. Not saying it's obviously it's wrong. But I think to like completely cancel something like Gone with the Wind, where we had the uh, first uh, black uh, Oscar winner Mm -hmm. portray a role of uh, I think it was Mammy. Um, then that would essentially, if you're saying we're taking this film away, that almost feels like you're taking the award away from uh, somebody who was very deserving in Plus, in if you movie. get rid of
0: it entirely, then there will be no conversation about Gone with the Wind. There is no teachable moment then. If you just say, all right, never air that again, right? then there's nothing, we'll learn nothing from that. Yeah. Other than it was bad and let's all pretend it's gone now and never happened. Yeah. Which isn't really a good launch point for learning.
2: For sure. All right. Okay. I think we should uh, take a break and come back with a study. I don't know. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah. I got a good one. Oh, do you? (laughs) What would be your ideal (laughs) sleep situation? I'd like you to think about your significant other, perhaps your wife or your husband. Your dog. What would be your your ideal (laughs) sleeping situation? I'll give you the options, then we'll go around the horn and discuss. That, when we return on the Donna and Steve show on... (laughs) i talk hey donna
2: hey what steve
0: i would like to talk with you about my underwear now
2: all right fine
0: you have to no eye contact no 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 (laughs) of course okay i'm looking in the other direction here's the deal the chill boys underwear that i'm wearing now the boxer briefs that are made of bamboo panda approved are so stinking comfortable and i know That you have some too. And go ahead, preach about it.
2: Okay, so here's the deal. I'm wearing the bamboo boxers. Yes. And they're cool. I mean, Mm -hmm. like physically, temperature-wise, they're cool. Isn't it
0: wild? You notice it. When you put it on your leg, you feel the coolness of the fabric, which is crazy to me.
2: Without a doubt. They're also really soft. They're breathable. I know for you, they've got anti-chafing, which is a great thing. Women (sighs) love them too. You might not give them back to your guy if you buy them for him.
0: That's the truth for women, they can just be like comfy around the house shorts or jammy shorts and dudes, I'm telling you, I am telling you, you will try them on once they will be the most comfortable pair of boxers or boxer briefs that you've ever put on. If you want more information, you want to order, you can easily go to chillboys.com. Chillboys, comfort where it counts.
2: Yeah. Hey, you're listening to My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Producer I am Grant, also at your service. We are buddies, and now we study. Studies have shown that medica- studies have shown that the microbiome. Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve, how's that study going?
0: It's a good study. You taught them learn things. <sighs> Sorry. I always hit a low point. My valley comes on Thursdays, right before Throwback Thursday music trivia. Mm. I'm at my least professional. This is a good study, Donna. Isn't I know it? you hate learning things because you're just sort of settled. <laughs> but this is an interesting conversation. What is your ideal sleep situation with your significant other? So couples have been sharing beds for a long time, even if they didn't really show it on television until the '60s, but. If you put intimacy aside, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: how would you really like to sleep? There was a new survey that asked people to name their ideal sleeping situation if cost and space were not an issue and uh, it wouldn't affect their relationship. So I think this is just going down to the physical, the physicality Ah. of sleep.
2: Can I tell you mine? You sure can, Donna. Tell me if it's in your study, okay? Okay. You have two grown people in a bed. It has to be a king-size bed. Girl. No snoring. If there's no snoring, no TV, a fan blasting, and a little crack of the window open, I'm Um, okay with sleeping with another person.
0: I have a question for you. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you sleep with a crack of the window open year-round?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What about during the polar vortex?
2: Yeah, no, then I'll close it. (laughs) Okay, but what's the the
0: threshold? It gets back up into overnight lows or in the 20s, and you crack that?
2: Yeah. Little bit. I mean crack. the floor, Crack that. Just a crack. Cause I want air coming from both sides of the room. So I have mm. a fan facing me, facing my face.
1: Gotta air out that west wing, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Down the corridor. Come-
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Comes across,
0: wind. Well, 66% of people surveyed voted for sharing a bed with their partner. 7% picked separate beds in the same room. And 10%... <laughs> picked separate beds in separate rooms okay
2: what was the second one
0: seven percent said separate beds but in the same room so really look if that's the case it actually goes beyond because they say it wouldn't affect their relationship but that's not true if you're if one of the options is you know separate beds same room here's it's like intertwined it's spaghetti it's all tangled at that point. My, my thing is, if I'm given those three choices, and thank you for your specificity, Donna, with the window crack You're and welcome. the fan and all yeah. that. All it has elements. to be
2: like an agreement. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this is how I have to sleep. If you don't sleep like this, you got to go in the guest room. Mm-hmm.
0: But I would never want um, to not sleep in the same bed.
2: That's sweet. As, yeah.
0: as Lou And, and I, let me tell you, it's not like there's hanky-panky happening as we're like on our way to bed. That's not what I'm saying. We're in a king bed, and we hardly touch. I Currently, guess, yeah. there's a baby between us. Sue us! It's our last one, and we're attached. That's fine, you're fine. Anyway, just for me, it's, it's the togetherness of even if you don't, and truly, in the king bed, you sometimes never make... Any contact? Yeah,
2: you could probably fit three other people in between you. We've or Small hey, people. <laughs> I'm kidding. Tried. I'm
0: kidding. That's gross. I'm joking, and that's not true of me.
2: Oh my God, we need to isolate. That. <laughs> if you can get to that later, Grant. Um, uh,
0: but you know what? But I just like the the. I would never want her to be in a different room sure. than me. That feels.
2: But I have to say, you really need if you started. I'm sorry, no matter how madly in love I am and want that closeness, you start snoring and don't do anything to remedy that. I'm out of there. I cannot take that and I can't take it being too hot.
1: Yeah. You have to be
2: sleep compatible. I think that's what I'm trying to say.
1: I, I myself, we are in a we are in separate rooms right now, currently. And one day we would like to have a big room where we have each our own bed. We are in that. We, we literally... Talk so to me more about that. Educate me. So I want to learn. For a long time, I was doing overnights, oh, you know, when my first radio job and working sales. So I wasn't sleeping much and I needed to get the little sleep that I could get. So I started sleeping in a separate room. On top of that, Lily also would do some overnight shifts at the vet uh, clinic that she was working at. So we had a lot of separate hours. So we weren't sleeping together anyway. So we just made a my room like the guest room. And now we do it all the time. On top of it, we've got the wolfhounds, which... I, I, she lets one of them in the bed. That's like already, that's almost too human. It's just too much going on. I got the little dog running up and down the top of my head all the time. So for me, I'm like you, Donna. It has to be absolutely perfect or I don't sleep. Yeah. So that's why she lets me go in there. And we're both very, very
2: happy. Well, and if you do, let's just say you, if, because I did mornings for many, many years and, you're waking up. You're tiptoeing. You're trying not to get any light. That's gonna, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you turn on the bathroom light, and then it, you're you don't want to wake him or her up. And it's just like it's a courtesy thing, yeah. almost. Yeah.
1: You know, We hang out. You know, if we go like read a book or watch. You know, we do have a TV. I know you don't like TVs down, but we'll have we'll watch a little show or something in bed. Aww. But then you know when it's time to separate, well, I'll just go into my room. But we always talk about how when we when we do strike it big, we're gonna have a big bedroom with two king size beds in it, and then we're gonna have yes. another bed just for our dogs. Okay, now could you ever see yourself
0: being uh just in a in a king bed together
1: yeah, we've done it we We had done it for a long time, and we enjoyed it. i just what it, if what if today you went home hypothetically okay, you went home
0: and she said, "My God, what a man you are, I love you, Grant, and I really want to share the
1: same bed with you tonight, and I want that to be our new normal. yeah, I would have no problem adjusting to it, and we would the nice thing is is if it were in a specific situation, I'd still have the option to go away, but yeah, I could go right back to it. We just have gotten both accustomed to where we're at, and we kind of like it. We like not being bothered. It's it's a great mutual thing right Well, Grant, right.
0: you are in the 10%. Yeah. You're the 10% that pick separate beds in separate rooms. And again, 7% of those surveyed pick separate beds in the same room, which is Grant's dream. That's weird. Is to become even more <laughs> in the minority, um, whereas I, like I am just your vanilla, you know, milk, milk toast. Did it, is it milk toast? Mm-hmm. Let me do it again. Whereas I'm the everyman, the 66% have voted for sharing a bed with their partner. You know, we actually asked this question on Twin Cities Live not too long ago. And we had people who have been married for 40 years and they've been in a twin bed the whole time or a double bed, yeah. like, like small situations, flesh to flesh.
2: Wow. We've done this topic on the air before where people would call and go, Oh my God, no, we're still like, believe me, we're still physically active, if you know what I mean. We just go, bye, and go into our separate rooms after the fact.
0: Throwback Thursday Music Trivia. With that, (laughs) it comes next. Uh, We start in the year 1963. We only go to the end of the 70s. We quiz Donna. Play along next.
2: You know, these days, it can feel like we're stuck in our houses and looking for a safe escape. Well, good news. The Y is open and safer than ever. They have a helpful tool on their site that tells you how busy each location is, and they do extensive cleaning throughout the day. Plus, you can take virtual Y fitness classes wherever you like. And you can earn a free month if you join by March 18th. Go to YMCANorth.org. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready. Come on now. Let's rewind, shall we? Shall we? Donna and Steve present Throwback Thursday. We need to go back in time. We gotta go old school. Any questions about the old days? Why, yes, there are. It's time for Steve Patterson to quiz longtime radio disc jockey Donna Valentine on Old School Tunes. Well, this just sounds like a blast to me. Steve,
2: watch out. Throwback, oh, really? yeah?
0: Alrighty, my friends. Donna complained for weeks when I tried to get creative with this game. I contacted a different source, cost me quite a bit of money out of pocket, I'll say. <laughs> and she said, "I want the old thing. I don't want multiple choice. She wants it the hard way." And with that, we go back to the way it was. And today's a good one. Dateline, nineteen sixty-three. Nineteen sixty-three. I was negative <laughs> twenty. The Beach Boys. Or excuse me, the Beach Boys released this song, a song with lyrics by Brian Wilson, set to the music of Sweet Little 16, written by Chuck Berry. Mm. Billboard ranked this song as the number one song of 1963. What is the song?
2: Um, okay, does it start with a W?
0: It does not, Then I don't like the question. (laughs) Okay. I mean.
2: Um, um. Does it start with a C?
0: No, and Mm. not liking the trend of
2: questions. Okay. Um, 1963, I don't know that song by Chuck Berry.
0: I didn't know that the Chuck Berry, it was set to the music of that Chuck Berry song called Sweet Little 16.
2: So here are the songs I'm thinking of from the Beach Boys. I'm thinking Wipeout. I'm thinking, I don't even know if they don't sing Wipeout. I don't don't even know why I said that. that. Okay. Oh, there's uh, California Girls. There's um, Barbara Ann, of course, my go to.
0: You could set your phone to. Mm-hmm. A
2: tone.
0: You could set your phone. Hey, could you silence your phone or at least set it to.
2: Oh, good vibration!
0: But that's not it. I'm oh, just trying to man. get you. But you're oh, right. Why that's...
2: would
0: you do that? I was just trying to say more things.
2: Man. All right, give me a hint.
0: Uh, this is an activity primar- primarily, primarily done on the coasts.
2: Uh, weightlifting. There's oh, duh! It's uh, surfing in the USA.
0: Surfing USA. Yes, final, answer. final answer. You yeah, got it, it. My buddy.
2: Oh, Don't you so automatically fun.
0: want to start doing like the swim dance move?
2: Yeah. Not only do I want to, I'm doing it. We
0: all are. Dateline 1967. Okay. Oh, do I ask the question? Yep. Sorry, I didn't (laughs) know if we were ping-ponging this week. The Rolling Stones went to number one on the U.S. singles chart with this song. It was the group's fourth number one U.S. single. Let's Spend the Night Together was the original A-side, but after radio stations... Banned the song, the song became the A side instead. This song that we're going for. Okay. In 1967, it was the Rolling Stones' fourth number one.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it was. Um, mm-hmm. I can't get no. No. Nope. Nope. Nope.
0: <laughs> now. That was a great deflect there. (laughs) I want you to think about places you could eat.
2: Okay. Okay. I could go to a cafe. Sure -hmm. could. I could go to a restaurant.
0: Sure could. could.
2: I could go to a bakery.
0: Now, if we went back to restaurant, you got a little more specific.
2: Okay. I said a cafe.
0: Yeah. That's... uh, (laughs) A bistro. Okay. Could you stop going down the wrong (laughs) avenue here and let me say more stuff? Diner. Name the restaurant, because there is a restaurant named uh, not after the song per se, but or perhaps I don't know, but of the same name, a chain restaurant.
2: Okay, let's see, Chili, Friday, Chili's, Chili's, Fridays, um, more help please.
0: Oh, I like that you said Friday, wrong day.
2: Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Wednesdays, Mondays, Sundays saturdays
0: dancing around it unbelievable
2: monday tuesday wednesday thursday thursday friday
0: all right so there's tgi fridays Mm
2: -hmm.
0: now go through the days of the week again and why don't you slow down this time yeah
2: sunday monday tuesday okay wednesday let's go back to tuesday (laughs) tuesday ruby tuesday
0: are you locking that in? Yeah, dang. Unbelievable. Yes,
2: you are oh, so good. You know what
0: was unbelievable about your reasoning there, Donna?
2: What's that?
0: When I said, go, let's talk days of the week, you actually went, okay, there's, there's Monday, there's Wednesday, there's <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, I don't know. You <laughs> truly danced around Tuesday. It was unbelievable. Oh, that's great. It was unbelievable.
2: So far, I'm really doing poorly.
0: Two for two, though. The record books will show. When they study this in 100 years, they'll never know about the struggle to get to each right answer. They'll just say, wow, what a woman.
2: Okay.
0: Dateline? 1974.
2: I'll do better here.
0: ABBA ABBA. Released this song, the first single from their second album, and the first single to be credited to the group performing under the name ABBA, It later became the winning entry for Sweden Mm. in the 1974 Eurovision Song Contest Mm. and a number one hit in several countries. It reached the U.S. top 10, zip it, and went on to sell nearly six million copies, making it one of the best-selling singles in history.
2: I don't know ABBA songs. Not a fan. Uh, Let me think. There's uh, Mamma Mia. (laughs) <laughs> and then there's um Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: goodbye a rebooting computer. Uh, oh uh, uh uh goodbye. Uh Jalen trusted uh
2: goodbye. <laughs> Hint please.
0: Uh if you're thirsty.
1: Oh jeez. Iowa?
0: Okay. Think what? of a town in Iowa. <laughs> and think of me saying thirsty. Now we're playing password. Iowa.
2: <laughs> Come on, I okay, am you. Okay, Donna,
0: let's screw Iowa for a moment. Sorry. <laughs> Donna, if you're thirsty, no was a fine, but now she's starting to deteriorate in yeah. her brain, so I need to help her.
2: Okay, if I'm thirsty.
0: What would you do?
2: I would quench my thirst. With what? Waterval. Water, water waterloo. waterloo. Now, is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. Wow, how did <sighs> I do it?
0: And finally, dateline nineteen. 19- 79
2: okay okay this is good grease
0: what this member of the jackson five was seriously injured in a car crash breaking both legs and almost died in the emergency room when a nurse inadvertently injects him with methadone (gasps) what whoa
2: i don't remember this
0: you would have remembered this whoa
2: whoa that's
0: a, a a big oops (laughs)
2: <laughs> he almost lost his legs because of that.
0: He almost lost his life because of that. He broke both legs.
1: He got into a car. It not methadone. Um, act like it's like it's very. It sedates you like heroin, essentially, right? If you don't regularly take it. I, so, I,
2: and I believe that's something that they use to help addicts get, get off. off. They go to methadone clinics. Yep. I'm gonna say the answer <laughs> is Tito. Get me a tissue.
0: No, you wouldn't. There's no way you'd no, that. No, you because
2: kidding? it's Randy.
0: Yeah, and that one's padlocked, I think, right? Yeah, oh,
2: pfft, for sure. Nice job, yeah.
0: Donna. Here's an old Jackson 5 song, Just Because. Yeah. Uh, like 9, oh, 10, I had a Jackson 5 routine that I would sing and perform for anyone that would allow me to, <laughs> where I'd sing that, I'd sing Going to Kansas City, uh, Sugar Pie Honey Bunch," <laughs> Shocking. And it was just like, it was a montage <laughs> version of it. I wasn't hitting the second verse in a bridge. I'd give you pretty much the chorus and then go right into the next song, and I, had, I would like spin around, had dance moves. You were in the front, everybody else is in the back, right? No, it's just solo. Oh, solo? Okay. Yeah, it's just the, the Steve yeah. one. The Steve show. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, Get which I've been pushing for here for no less than three years.
3: <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, Molly amazing. Sanden is the name of the Swedish singer, Molly Sanden. Who also goes by My Marianne? She's the one who did the vocals for Rachel McAdams in Eurovision Song Contest. McAdams. All right, cool. She's my celebrity know, crush.
2: McAdams. McAdams.
0: Rachel McAdams.
2: It, it's not McAdams.
0: McAdams. Yeah. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yes. How do you want me to say it?
2: McAdams.
0: McAdams.
2: Yeah. McAdams.
0: Rachel McAdams. <laughs> It's
2: National Grammar Day, everybody. (laughs) What is your favorite
0: word? What is your favorite word? Go to our Facebook page right now, and uh, you can answer the question as we celebrate National Grammar Day. We'll rattle off some. I think there's some fun ones there. In fact, I was reminded of a couple words that I hope to start saying again.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Can't wait to get a load of that.
0: (laughs) That, my friends, is a good tease in the world of bad teases. It's next on My Talk.
2: Final Stretch of the Donna and Steve Show on my MyTalk One O Seven One, Everything Entertainment. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk com Download the app. You can take us anywhere. I'm Everywhere. Donna. Hey, man.
0: Hey, what's up, Donna?
2: Hey, Steve.
0: Hey, Donna. What's up?
2: <laughs> we have a Facebook question. It's a fun one because today's National Grammar Day.
0: It is so good. What's your favorite word? We're going positive. We're just asking you what's your favorite word? Now, I said earlier that I say... I enjoy saying decidedly. Mm. Of a decidedly different tone. Ooh. How about you, Donna?
2: I like squiggles.
0: Oh, squiggles. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: I am Grunt. Phenomenal is a word that I've always liked. Oh, oh that feels good because you get the pleasure of the F part. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, for yeah, sure. That,
0: that's why. Okay. I, the, with the PH Phenomenal. Trick. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I liked it. We had multiple people say that. Another word that begins with <laughs> that sound is their favorite word.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh,
0: how about this? Jessica Yeager said, Blork, it's a word that my awesome sister Beth introduced me to. We use it in place of swear words when we are out in public or that's around people we don't want to swear around. Blork. Blork. Um, Blork. Let's
2: see. Yeah, I see Fantastical from Heidi. I see Scuttlebutt from Stacy. Scuttlebutt,
0: that's Scuttlebutt. good.
2: Scuttlebutt. I see Worcestershire from Angie.
0: Oh course
2: to sherper Sherpa. Thank God. Fab oh. is over. <laughs> <laughs> Conundrum. Say it again. Conundrum. Conundrum. Oh, Conundrum. No, you need to
0: add an N in there. Conundrum. 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 Conundrum.
2: Conundrum.
0: Conundrum. Sensational, says Emma. That feels good to say.
2: Persnickety, says Margaret.
0: Oh, yes. I once had a co-worker who was persnickety. She was tough to deal with.
2: Mm-hmm. How about apropos, says Heather.
0: I like that. that, which means, like, fitting.
2: Thank you. Jennifer says plethora.
0: Luanne says audacious. It's her alternative to awesome, and it shouldn't be, Luanne. Audacious means brave. Hmm. I'm sorry. Why would I do that?
2: Because you're the grammar police. <laughs> what about bodacious? Ooh, I like bodacious. That's good.
0: Well, bodacious, that feels like that would be... For awesome right
2: how about uh, Megan says moist mm. okay Sarah Sarah Podacious. with two H's Sarah Sarah endoplasmic reticulum doesn't come up much <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's cool
0: that's a nice medical term sounds like it's kind of gross
2: yeah, it almost sounds like rectum.
0: Yeah. Donna.
2: Damn near cool ah, kill him. Ah. Great mind's looking like you're my best friend, <laughs> buddy.
0: Heather says bucket. It's just a fun word to say.
2: It's the K. It's that k. Steve, can you see Carl's with a K?
0: Carl with a K.
2: Anti
0: Let me see Carl. Disestablishmentarian. Okay. Oh, Anti and has... Disestablishmentarianism. Mm. Anti-disestablishmentarianism.
2: Good one. Oh, there's another moist.
0: Onomatopoeia.
2: <laughs> oh, I like that word.
0: Discombobulated.
2: Do you know what onomatopoeia means?
0: Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Give me a moment. Onomatopoeia. Different <laughs> than a mnemonic device. Good word, mnemonic. Mm, good onomatopoeia is a Don't look repetition it up. of sounds... <laughs> That are alike. Use it in a sentence. I can see your onomatopoeia. Here's an
2: example (laughs) of onomatopoeia, if I have it right. Okay. And the wind went whoosh and the goat went bat, I think.
0: Okay, that's not super helpful. Um, (laughs) So using sounds (laughs) to just. Oh, she says Mata. Listen to this.
2: Onomatopoeia.
1: Onomatopoeia. Oh, like
0: it is the formation of a word from a sound associated with what is named. For example, oh, okay. bang. Cuckoo. Oh. Or sizzle. What? Ah. It's sizzle. the process of creating a word that phonetically sizzle. imitates. Ah. Like sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. Yes, resembles sizzle. or suggests the sound that it describes. Okay. So, what? bang oink. be
2: one
0: then? Oink is one. I Meow. Think
2: oink.
3: Bah.
2: <coughs> I think so. Chirp, chirp. I think it's like that descriptive sound that's trying to mimic the actual Word. sound. Oh, the sound. Yes. Okay. Onomatopoeia.
1: Meta. Onomatopoeia. Meta. Onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia.
2: onomatopoeia. I, wonder,
0: I thought it was onomata. on. No, it's not onomana. It's O N O M A T.
2: Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia. Onomatopoeia.
0: But it's on It is on a
2: Ooh, epitome. Matt
1: made. Matt. Ooh, that's a good one.
2: Grace. Oh, sorry. I, All right,
0: <laughs> I, I, I was saying onomatopoeia a lot of times over here, and I actually made myself fall asleep. Hmm. <laughs>
2: uh, let's Basidious. see
0: here. Assidious.
2: What is that? Shoes?
0: We used to play a game at a carnival. <laughs> Did you ever play? This feels like an East Coast thing. Chuck-a-luck? Mm,
2: same describe it. How do you um, play?
0: Um, a spinny thing. Click 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 And then it stops on different format. Mm. So it could stop on a number 4, a number 3, a Can number you make 6. Bets on and it, you put at the bets boardwalk? on the money line. 1 Yeah, two, three, we four, just pull that the wheel. Yeah. Oh, we call it Chuck-a-luck. let yeah. me see if that's yeah. just a.
1: They have a wheel at uh Oh, the, the lobster place there off of Washington Avenue downtown. They used there to, we and we would—you could do it and play with like the little gambling wheel, right, where you'd put money. Yeah, yeah Like we
2: would do it at Chuck-a-Lock. the boardwalk, and there would be like um, a like a console in front of you, and then you would place your bets.
0: Well, this is a the and then clicking you'd win
2: stuffed animals.
0: I like the clicking chuck a also known as bird cage, is a game of chance played with three dice. It's derived from Grand Hazard, and both can be considered a variant of Sickbow, which is a popular casino game. Look Although Chuck a Luck is more of a carnival game than a true casino game, and I would agree with that. Okay. But instead of rolling die, you spin the wheel. Die.
1: Die. <laughs> die.
0: <laughs> there you go, Grant. Let him out, man. <laughs> yeah, let
2: him out.
0: <laughs> I wanted to learn earlier, and then I, I didn't because things got away from me. The. <coughs> The, the Jack Johnson song. I don't know the. What the heck is that song called? Bubbly toes, plural. Bubbly toes.
2: Donna, why didn't you even help me with <speaks> that? Dun, 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 I didn't dun, feel like dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. I have, I have, you know, bum, bum, ba, I'm totally ba, dum, against bum, bum. digits in the lower portion of the body.
0: Oh, where <laughs> where does that start at the waist?
2: No, <laughs> yeah, we well, can start at the thighs if you want. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, my guitar is out of tune. What's the point, guys? What's the point?
2: I don't know. Colleen and Bradley are getting ready to come in.
0: I don't think that that's it. Whatever.
2: Anyway, thank you, everybody, for the calls, for the emails, for the fan letters.
0: <laughs> guys, don't forget can catch me on twin cities live today at three o'clock if three hours wasn't enough for you i do 90 more minutes on tv but it's opposite low j and so you have to choose your allegiance
2: just listen to low with the sound down while you're watching steve it's quite entertaining actually <laughs> all right we're gonna go we'll be back tomorrow at nine have a great rest of the day enjoy the weather everybody colleen and bradley are coming in next